It's July. You're going to roll right when I'm farting. 23rd, folks. At least I have you on saying farting. <laughs> Live from the notorious San Fernando Valley, Ooh, this is LAAF. What's he talking about? What's he talking about? With Grace Faye. Why on earth would I agree to do this? This must be the little lady. <laughs> this must be the little man. And Jimmy McCammon. Everybody hates Jimmy! Jimmy's a bad person! I was curious to see how a bunch of empty-headed nitwits conducted themselves. If you like high adventure, come with me. If you like the stealth of intrigue, come with me. He is killing the internet right now. Much like the show, Jimmy doesn't put a lot of effort into it. Perfect. I've been wanting to say that all night, but I didn't have the nerve. This is LAAF. Well, thank you, sexy announcer lady. <laughs> it's fun to be here in real life. Hey, just before we get to everything, there's too much to get to. It's been too long since we did a show. It's been weeks, right? Oh, weeks, yeah. Um, and uh, welcome back to LAAF, the podcast. Uh, going out on SoundCloud and all the other things, the iTunes. Hey, but the SoundCloud people, um, come on over. Leave a nice word on the iTunes. You know just you one can word. do it. Now leave more words. Leave like, oh my God, this orgasm made me podcast. (laughs) Wait. It is a distinguished honor, nay, a privilege to welcome to the LAAF podcast studio. Uh, Dancer, singer, vocalist, lyricist, writer, actor, and also none of those things because we're in the middle of a global pandemic and I'm basically just a nanny. But thanks. Oh, yeah. Nanny extraordinaire Grace Faye joins us in the <laughs> studio today. <laughs> yep. Uh, thanks for coming in. It's a lonely mission doing the podcast <clears throat> alone day after day. It's a long commute for me. You know, I had to walk 40 right. feet from my own bedroom to get here. But, you know, I'll do it for you, Jimmy. I'll, I'll drive all the way through all this non-existent L.A. traffic on this commute to get here to this studio for you. She she walked all 12 <laughs> feet on her own. You're right. It's not 40 feet. We don't have an apartment that big <laughs> at no, all. Oh, man, that would be palatial. <laughs> um, <clears throat> in case you didn't put it together, uh, Grace and I are house flatmates. Uh, we live in the same house flat. We have the entire quarantine. We have for seven years, eight years. Eh, eight-ish years. He's great with anniversaries. We've folks. only we've only just recently learned to fish together. Oh God! All right, <laughs> let's not go into it. What? Yeah? Huh? No, we we're gonna go into all of the <laughs> things today. I have a list. Um, it's on my phone here. Um, I thought Jimmy was taking me. Welcome back me. to the show. You may have noticed that I engineered. I don't mind to step on. Um, but you may have noticed that I engineered a few new sounds for us all to enjoy. Uh, yes. Over the break. We have some new mixes, new sounds. We've mixed the sound effects. The sexy we- announcer lady. She came in and helped us out uh, for free. You might recognize her, her voice. Yes. Come to the point. Well, there isn't much of a point. He's a narcissistic... Egomaniacal, psychopathic man. I'm rather proud of my job here. (laughs) 
That's how Jimmy rolls. Hits it right on the head. covered this song? No, but I'm looking to add some newer tunes into my vintage mixes. You should check out some Led Zeppelin. I'm only saying it because it's almost a formula of like uh, the lady vocalist doing the Led Zeppelin. Oh, Ooh. totally. Very cool. I if think Cheryl gonna... Crow started that shit up with her, uh, her no, she did a she did a uh, Guns N' Roses you know, but someone did this very song Maybe it was Cheryl Crow. The older I get, the more I'm like, I have to, all those songs that I learned in the 80s and 90s, like, they should all be done again now. Oh, yeah. Those are our jams. Those ones that you heard on the radio, back when there was actually a radio that people listened to? Before phones. Remember when there was a time before iPhones? Do you think this is going to change? Okay, everyone's staying home from work, right? Do you think this is going to change... Like, actors who have been posting from their Instagram like it's their job, right? Oh, mean, God. Shoot me in the head. <laughs> if, that is LAAF if, right there and annoying to me. I think some shit is going to change after this. You know what I mean? Like, Some what if more the, naturally made and less artificially created content? Everyone says content in LA, by the way. I'm just saying if, if it ends up coming from... No matter where it comes from, you know, your how did these meme people get so popular on Instagram? It's because like some of them are amusing enough to create a little hit of dopamine on a reliable basis. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Memes, gifts. You know. I'm teaching the three year old I take care of how to do her own videos now. She's she's already doing selfies, guys. I'm just thinking of the psychology of it. And Hmm. I don't know. I don't know how actors factored into that. <laughs> I'm just saying it seems like they would be the ones who are good at at it. You know? Those are our jams. F actors, like factors, the factors. Never mind. So TikTok, right? TikTok's a Chinese spy uh, agency. That's what they say, spying on the you know younger what occurred generations. To me, though? You know what occurred to me is that TikTok is just Vine. Did you ever remember Vine? I don't know what Vine is. Is that like what grows up the side of a building? It's like or a tree. No, it was like almost like Instagram before there was an Instagram. I think mm. it had to contain video or picture. Right. You know, and I there were these that. Viners, and I remember because Vine was huge when I first moved here, and I was doing Uber, and it was more than once that I would like take some newly rich kid who had gotten rich on Vine. Wow. Yeah, it was several times that happened. I have a couple buddies that got rich on TikTok. They just made Forbes. I'm not kidding. They were 17 and 19 when I met them. Two sisters. And they just, yeah, they're made millions now because they do brand sponsorship. They're basically just two sisters who dance. Miranda and Melanie Wilking. Check them out. And we were in the same, we're in the same singing dancing group basically here in Hollywood. And uh, yeah, they, they created, they're incredible dancers and choreographers. So they were choreographing TikTok sequences and just creating their own content and then within a few years basically they got professional management and now they're they're made a ton of money doing being doing getting brand sponsors on their TikTok. You too can do it. 
If you're creative, make a creative thing that lasts for like 3.5 seconds and just get that money. Get it. This... Get it while it's hot. I wonder... Stop. We have some news. Scraps of news, shall we say? If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live from the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is Breaking News. Breaking News. Federal officers hit Portland mayor with tear gas. Mayor Ted Wheeler was out there protesting with the folks in Portland, standing (laughs) up to the feds, and they got him with the tear gas, guys. Then all the protesters who were chanting at him, um, and basically all the protesters were kind of against him because he and his city police had also tried to take down this weeks-long protest that's been going up there. Well, he was rather... Wasn't he rather sympathetic? That's what I heard. Yeah, very sympathetic. He was out there com- protesting with. Now, I know, but still the protesters were kind of chanting at him and stuff. But, um... Yeah. He was part of it. <laughs> uh, so, so... Um, Poor guy. Well, we need more mayors like that. The feds are fighting to- the mayors and the governors of the states right now. What is I happening? S- I saw some uh, very artistic footage on Instagram of uh, those troops marching in and firing tear gas. Those um, are our jams. It's really but nice. I also heard a story of I also heard a story that uh, protesters had had piled like wood on the city hall and were like lighting it on fire with like people stuck inside. So if that's true, that does elicit a police response. You know, like I'm not. <laughs> like there's a certain point at which cops do have to do something. And like, if you're lighting a fire on the public steps of the courthouse, then that's probably, that's probably that yes. time. So as usual, I don't know who to believe, you know, in general, I don't like the idea of federal troops being anywhere. We had them here. We had them, you know, they were like uh, national guard troops in fatigue stationed at like a Macy's and a target and stuff like that. I released a little video of it and it's like, uh, you know, I, I don't, this seems overkill, you know? Yeah, just, yeah, absolutely. Because the protests are over. There are no large crowds gathered around, uh, this area. And yet the windows at the Seven Eleven are boarded up, I think because they got smashed in. So it's kind of like what, you know, how much of that damage that was due to the protests is equal to the damage that just goes on every day around here. How about those satin dolls, though, right? (laughs) (laughs) Can I talk about them? Sure. Uh, Grace is in a group called the Satin Dolls. If you're like into the into the big band and the uh, and the music and the jazz, uh, you probably have seen uh, Grace sing and dance, or wait, seen her dance and heard her dance. No, heard her dance. You can hear tap dancing. Watched her sing. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's a very audible form of dancing. It's the most. Uh, but uh, it is news time. Okay, so we're going to do this. We're going to do this number where uh, Grace does MSNBC and I do Fox. Okay, I got Fox queued up. I want the New York Times. <laughs> I gave it to you. I can't. I sent it to you. Here, here it is again. 
But I mean, me personally, I think that the that the um, that Fox and MSNBC should just strap knives to their wrists and just fight it out for good. Because <laughs> they're both advocacy groups. I mean, everything's privatized these days. Really, they're they're owned by. Who can trust media to be unbiased? And uh, And why would you? Don't you want your media to be biased towards you? I mean, I do. I want to already agree with it. I come from the East Coast. I listen to the New York Times. Am I going to also pay for the Los Angeles Times? No. I'm a snotty East Coaster and always will be. This is L-A-A-F. You wouldn't understand. Well, I don't so far. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. (laughs) It's not my birthday. It's not today. It's not my birthday. I couldn't believe you don't know who David Dobrik is. He looks like he's 14 years old. He's 24, it says right here. Same thing. Oh, man. Uh, He he basically got rich doing a video blog, and, um, and now he like altered his video blog into a show where he gives his friends stuff. So it's just show after. <laughs> I mean, I'm boiling it down to that. What's but the like, show called? I don't know. You'd have to like Google his name. Um, I'm only, Ari made me watch this one day. So I only watched that much. It's also Harry Potter's birthday. Harry Potter, 31 years old. Daniel on the brink Radcliffe. of death. Happy birthday, Harry. And Slash. Still looking great despite all the heroin. Because of his height, he, his, the height of his career really was in his youth, I would say. Oh, I should You know have. what I mean? Like, um, like the other one, The Hobbit. Is there a Hobbit who has a birthday mm. today? Oh, you mean Harry Potter? No, there's Daniel Radcliffe and then there's I am The Hobbit. Oh, and happy birthday, Woody Harrelson, 59 years old. Just so we can sound like the worst part of AM radio. Well, I mean, we all love Woody Harrelson. He's a pot smoker, right? Yeah. Yeah. And not, and not ashamed to say it, which I always appreciate. You're listening to LAAF. Monica Lewinsky has turned 47. This is her birthday today? It is. Oh, wow. And Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh. <laughs> Such oh, a great don't actor. pick the dead ones. We just got we just got in a good mood around here. It's you July can't pick the dead ones. Twenty third, folks. Oh yeah, I never mentioned what date it was. That'd be a good idea for a radio show. It's July twenty third, folks. On this day in nineteen ninety three, Coneheads was released, <laughs> <laughs> and Catwoman was released in two thousand four. Have you ever seen that movie, Coneheads? Oh, yeah. I watched that as I was a kid. Did you know that it's National Tequila Day? I didn't know that. I don't drink tequila. How are you going to celebrate? Oh, uh, um, I'll probably have a glass of white wine. (laughs) It's kind of fucking sacrilegious. Okay, it's also National Cousins Day. Oh, Did you know that? Yeah. I did not know that. Okay, so so, we'll go cousin for cousin and we'll shout them out, okay? Okay. Ready? Okay. Hi. Hey, shout out Sarah. Betsy. Shout out other Sarah. Other Betsy. <laughs> Shout out other John. Michael. Shout out John 1. Um, Will. Shout out John 3. Sarah. <laughs> uh, come- shout out Amy. Um, 
I can't think of my cousin's wow. names on the spot like wow. that. Okay, uh, shout David. out Mark. Okay, we're one for one. Tom. Because um, I'm running out too at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. We're Happy gonna... National Cousins Day, Happy... everybody. I love my cousins, actually. They're right about my age. I think you should. I think... And they're all so interesting and so different than me because they all grew up all over this country. I have to make better contact with cousins. I have a cousin that's a bull rider. I have a cousin that's a teacher. I have a cousin that's a prosecutor and a city councilwoman in Cincinnati. That's Betsy Sunderman. And yeah, I've got some, I've got a cousin in New Orleans. Do you have a favorite Betsy? No one listens to the show. Just tell I like it. both Shh. Betsys equally. They're, yeah, they're whatever. from different parents. This is just like her family. not to get political. Trust me, I live with her, okay? And we've done podcasts together before, all right? And if you watch <laughs> her show... If you watch her Facebook show, go to her Facebook page. What's it called? Grandbirds? Wait, what's your band called? My band's called the Grandbirds. And you're called Grace Faye. Yes. Okay. F-A-E. And um, the page is Grace Faye Official. Okay, so go to the fangbirds.com. Wait. No, Jimmy. Sorry. It was your buddy Micah Cohn that helped me create the Grandbirds title. It's pretty great. Yeah. It works. Someone said a long time ago, it sounds like old people and I said well that's the kind of music I do <laughs> I'm afraid to say this next one because I'm afraid that you'll make me one. Oh god Grace has a uncanny habit of trying to make me fat all the time Oh, when I'm we just... got together I was trim and fit and muscly and ever since then she's just tried to make me fat she's just been like let's eat out and then have ice cream Oh well, it's because Jimmy doesn't eat at all during the day until nine p.m. So that's when I'm hungry. You know, um, women of the world, when your man has a certain attitude or is acting a certain way, sometimes you want to remind him, "Hey, you're hungry. You're tired." Yeah. What do you know? You know. You're so not me. I make things, and also since quarantine, I've been baking and cooking for like the first time in my life. Um, yeah. So now I'm trying everything once and badly. Like I'm like, well, okay, let's try pork chops once, kind of dry. Oh, the, oh now yeah. I'm bored. I'm a Gemini. Yeah, she I don't, cooks everything let's once. Let's cook steak once. I cook the same thing over and over and over and over again, and I never get good at it. <laughs> what do you cook? Onions. I just cook peppers, like eggs. eggs yeah. Sausage. I'll cook whatever meat, but like I don't care. So I'll just like it's uh, it's kind of cooked or yeah, it's overcooked. So. But then when we do get food from restaurants, we realize how much better it is than anything we make. The spices, the oils. I mean. This large, now that we have all these large dishes now, hanging around everywhere. Yeah. Jimmy mentioned he might want lobsters, so I bought a twit, a huge gal, so many gallons lobster pot that we'll never use. I mean, I did tamales in it and corn. You know what's nice? It's a so steamer. fun to reminisce, isn't it? Yeah, it is fun to reminisce. Yeah, it is. And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History.
day in history. This is a day that I lived through. This is a day that shall live in infamy. Wow, I don't remember this. I was three. This is one of the dirt. This is one of the first dirty mags I ever saw as a young teen, Jimmy. I was 13 years old. Penthouse. Oh yeah, that was dirty. You were 13. Wow. Yeah. I guess that's normal. Wait, or no? Was I 15? I would have been 15 in this year. Yeah, I guess I was 15. 84. Yeah. Right. No, you were like six. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, fuck you with your math there. Grace went to Yale, and she likes to hold that over everyone's head. Like, she's smarter than everyone because she can add five to zero. (laughs) It's like, hey, whatever. There's a thing called street smarts, okay? But yeah, Miss America, Vanessa. I think that this actually was the first dirty magazine that I ever saw, but these pictures were in it like... However many years All later. I'm noticing is that poor... And this picture that <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at... five. <laughs> the makeup that poor Vanessa Williams has oh, on is white face. Yeah. Like the fact that there were not actual makeup shades created for any people of color Was she not in a the mixed 80s. person? I mean, wasn't she like a partially a black person or fully a well, black person? Well, it's... Or? It's the way that you just look at Michael Jackson when he was painting his face like that, you know, and realizing that people are wanting to have lighter skin than they should. And they didn't even create the right colors. Like, Oh, well, my boy actually had his skin bleached. So it wasn't just... Right, Michael did, yeah. The heffalumps upstairs that have no knees are walking around right now. I might have lost a friend by telling her I'm boycotting Michael Jackson. Oh, 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 because of some accusations, okay? Because they're not the... just accusations. Oh, are you gonna boycott him just because Did of a few hundred special? sleepovers? <laughs> Jeez, with small children, small boys, and a whole like, what did he call his compound? Wonderland. Neverland Ranch. Neverland Ranch. Because no, you don't ever grow up. There were there were locks on the doors. He would have the little boys in his bedroom at night, and they'd lock the door. And the parents would like be in the house, but in separate rooms, and not allowed in the locked. Oh God! Those so blah blah boys. blah. Vanessa Williams had to yeah. give up her her crown as Miss America because she had some nude photos in Penthouse magazine that. However, without that, her knowledge, that the eleven years later those. they reran in. In in Playboy magazine, and I spanked it to in a trailer in a forest in Northern California, and that's today in history. All right, you worry, will I'll fly on? All right. Do you know when Charlie and the you Chocolate Factory, it. when Charlie finds the golden ticket? No. Oh, this... This I thought was interesting, though. Check this out. Okay, so Twilight Zone the movie, not Twilight Zone the show, which I enjoyed as a young man. This happened today in history. Today in history. This is some true crime. Oh, no, it's not crime. Today in history addendum. We could we could easily make this true crime. We could find a way to accuse someone of this. Um, 
Oh, no. So three actors, Vic Morrow and two child actors, Renee Shin Chen and Micah Din Lee, are killed in an accident involving a helicopter during filming on the California set of Twilight Zone, the movie. Yeah, in a Vietnam War battle scene. I don't think people understand how dangerous helicopters are. Like, one degree removed, I have, like, friends and family and stuff that have been injured. But but also, one degree removed, I have a family member who designs helicopters. So maybe I should be... He's obsessed with helicopters. He's like a small boy. He sees them go by and, like... All the world falls away around him, and he's just got his mouth open and his eyes glued on them, looking up, but in a manly, tough way, of course. Uh, What's a more fantastic machine? Have you ever seen one up close? I mean, all the little parts are so complicated, you know? You'd be uh, afraid of removing even one screw, because what if the thing falls right out of the air? It's true, though, too. Feels like my (sighs) mental state right now. (laughs) Yeah. After a good friend's brother who was in the service uh, unfortunately met his demise in a helicopter, I gave up my dream of ever having a helicopter pilot's license. They're just too freaking dangerous. I'm so I, glad to hear that. I don't even think I'll ever. I don't even think I'll ever ride a motorcycle again. Thank but maybe God. as an old old man, I kind of will. I'm actually. I'm secretly implanting these ideas in Jimmy's head. Oh man! So that he'll it's live been a terrible. Never be in a relationship because you turn into such a wuss. You know. That's what every movie ever is about. The man finally falls in love. He has a family. And he turns and now- into a wuss. He loses his balls completely, which is a slow process of what's happening to me right now. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Women just want. They're meant to stay safe. I didn't realize people died on the set of that movie. Yeah. You know, it's really a fun watch. Twilight Zone. <laughs> in it, uh, uh, William Shatner in the movie, he uh, he reenacts a fantastic sketch from the Twilight Zone, the show, and. Um, it's the one where it's the one where there's an alien or a monster or something that lands on the wing of the plane, and a passenger in the plane, William Shatner, he's looking out the window of the plane, watching it like destroy the wing and do damage to the plane, but oh, no one can see it but sucks. him. But then the plane goes down anyways, so it's like the monster from his imagination made the real plane go down, and it was better in black and white, and it was better on the show. What is the Twilight Zone about? Is it real? Are they spooky alien things? Thanks for coming, everybody. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Sexy announcer lady here. Thanks for listening, honey. Don't forget to review us on iTunes and join our growing squad by subscribing for as little as five bucks a month at patreon.com slash L-A-A-F. I'll invite myself.